Alright. Um, hi. Uh, welcome back to Biosam.net. I had the honor and the privilege of talking to somebody who I've watched for about three years now. Her journey has been so amazing to watch and witness as a fan. Um, she is a former Ring of Honor Women's Champion. She is a former AAA Reina de Reinas Champion, and she is a former Impact Knockout Champion. Diana, how are you doing today? Oh, thank you. I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, when I got the email that you were available for an interview, I was like, this is my first Impact interview I'm doing. Oh, congrats. And it's with <laughs> somebody that I've I've watched on, on TV like for three years now, from your journey in NXT to your uh, debut in Impact and then your AAA appearances and all that has been amazing to watch. Oh, thank you so much. It's been amazing to do, um, like, insane what's, what's happened over the last two years. I want to talk about, you know, you just had your rematch um, under siege against Taya Valkyrie for the Reina de Reina's title. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. you didn't win, but somebody popped up on, on the pay-per-view. Yeah. Mia Yim is back in Impact. What are your thoughts? How was your reaction like, you know, once she appeared on the screen? Um, you know, from a personal standpoint, I, I have said this numerous times over the past couple of years. I, I really love that Impact is becoming a landing zone for people post WWE. Um, and I think that, you know, Mia, um, while her time in NXT, she did quite a bit when she moved up to the main roster, it, nothing happened. And I always think that while it's unfortunate that, you know, people have lost their jobs and I don't wish that upon anybody. Um, but when you're being held back and you don't, you're not being given the opportunity to um, work and give back to the company what you think you can in any capacity, it's always best to, to move on. And there's going to be companies like Impact Wrestling who see that vision in you and give you the platform to do the work you're willing to do. Um, so I'm so excited for Mia to see um, what lies ahead of her. Um, but then, you know, the virtuosa does nev never appreciates her moments being stolen. And for whatever reason, um, people always come for me first. Uh, I don't like it. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see what she wants um, to do with Impact Wrestling, what is going to happen over the next few weeks with her. And ultimately, um, I just love her. I, as a, like a friend, um, I'm excited for her to see, you know, what, what she does with this new opportunity. I mean, seeing Mia Yim return to Impact, you know, uh, she's a former Knockouts champion. She she was a part of, like, the dollhouse, like, Marty Bell, and she's had a lot of, like, amazing uh, moments in Impact. So from her being in the dollhouse and now just being still the HBIC, what comparisons or, you know, contrasts can you see from Mia Yim now? Um, you know, I think also what's exciting is because she's been to Impact before you get gotten to see that evolution of, you know, the dollhouse and Jade, and then she kind of was Mia Yim, but still, you know, with Impact, but um, we've gotten to see this evolution with her, and now she really, you know, her debut, her music, what she was wearing, is like her true, authentic self that is Mia Yim. So, um, you know, I'm excited for her, because when you get to be yourself, and you're having fun with what yeah. Yeah, I think that what's what's great about people returning from 
returning to impact always is you get to see their evolution. And I think that, you know, Jade was a version of Mia in the dollhouse that we got to see, uh, but wasn't her authentic self. And then when she became this HBIC, now, you know, her hair, what she's wearing, the, the, uh, her entrance music and the little characters that came with her with the with the neon faces like that is Mia Yim that is her true authentic self so I think that this version of her and whatever it's going to be is going to be probably the the best time of her career because she gets to just be herself and I feel like um, you know when you get that opportunity and people just believe in who you are um, you do your best work I know you know that's kind of the the situation I've been in over the last two years is them being like, go out there and be yourself and be who you think the virtuoso is and, and we'll go from there. Um, and it's allowed me to flourish and, and be so successful and be so satisfied that um, I really do think this version of Mia Yim is going to bring her that, the most satisfaction she's had thus far. I, I love to hear that. I love to hear like, you know, their coworkers talk about their colleagues and, you know, everything that they're proud of that they've done in the past, but now, you know, continuing flourishing now in the president, in the president and other promotions and such as impact impact that I've seen is a promotion where, you know, those that have unfortunately lost their jobs or hit rock bottom rise up from resurrection and, you know, they have the creative freedom. So what has been your favorite part? So, uh, on like on impact whether it's you or co-worker or maybe your fiance steve macklin who has been amazing ever since he debuted yeah i think um you know obviously like i could talk about me all day and then <laughs> um, in the best way possible because i've just you know impact has given me the opportunity to do so much and whether it's you know my my second match with the with the company this time around is becoming the Knockouts World Champion. Um, and it wasn't even a world championship then, it was just the Knockouts Championship. So now I'm a four-time world champion. That's incredible. Um, and you know, in, in two years, there's not very many people who can say that. Um, in the last week, I've gotten to represent Impact, AAA, Ring of Honor, on AEW, like just, just um, you know, I've done incredible, incredible things that I'm always going to be grateful for. But I think that I do love when my coworkers and the people who are close to me succeed because when they do, I do too. So, you know, see, seeing Steve flourish and I feel like every time people ask me about him, it's, uh, you know, we thought at Bound for Glory, it was his breakout moment, but it wasn't because maybe his breakout moment was hard to kill. Just kidding. Maybe it was rebellion. <laughs> he is. Um, and, you know, honestly, rebellion probably wasn't it because he's going to come out at Slam and do something crazy, too. Um, watching people who love wrestling as much as I love wrestling go out there and be creative and again get to be their authentic self um, I don't know that that's happening very many other places so um, you know my favorite moments are watching Steve you know get he's so nervous <laughs> behind the curtain and then go out there and, and just become Steve Macklin um, you know Chelsea Green being with me being my very best friend um, watching her kill it across impact and GCW and all of the independent she's traveling the world she's living her best life um, I love that for her so um, it, it's great to be successful myself but I feel like real success is watching others around you also be successful and being equally as happy for them as you are yourself I, I love to hear that and, you know you talked about you know representing Ring of Honor on AEW television and your match with uh, Mercedes Martinez to unify the titles was amazing to watch. 
I have been wanting to see you on AWTV for so long, <laughs> ever since, you know, Impact and AEW had their partnership uh, during the pandemic with Kenny Omega coming over and Private Party, Matt Hardy, and all these other people. So what was it like, you know, performing in front of a crowd so big, you know, on AEW television? Yeah, it's it's funny because I tweeted back at somebody not too long ago who was like, oh, she'll be wrestling in front of the biggest crowd ever. There were 14,000 people at Triple Mania. Um, you know what I mean? I've wrestled on Raw and SmackDown more times than I could count, and you probably didn't even know it was me. Um, you know what I mean? So it was as as I feel like I'm in a different stage of my career where it doesn't necessarily matter the size of the crowd. Um, it's what I get to do and who I get to represent, and that's my authentic self. Um, you know what I think AEW is is something that eluded me when I was first um, released and wasn't necessarily um, a possibility for me. And, you know, the fact that Impact has given me the platform over the last two years to grow um, my my brand as the virtuosa, as a business person, as a human being, I've grown. Um, and, you know, all of these things have happened. AEW, uh, AAA, um, the representing Ring of Honor, which is something I never thought I'd get to do again, um, has just really taken me to incredible places. And, you know, being at AEW, I think, I tweeted was, you know, my long awaited AEW debut because I feel like so many people have felt that way of like, we've been waiting for you to pop up and we've been talking about the dream match between you and Britt for years, it seems like. And now all of these things are possible. So, um, you know, I don't know where, where this leads me, um, you know, but I am excited for all of the possibilities. And I was, you know, really, really meant, it meant a lot to me to be able to go out there and represent Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor because ring of honor there would be no virtuosa if there was no ring of honor so there was just so many layers to wednesday that will like remain special in my heart forever i absolutely love that and i would love to see you back on AEW, and definitely at a pay-per-view probably you versus brit i think will be like a five-star match for me. it's just that we keep saying to each other it's not a matter of if it's just when and the time just needs to be right but we're both so ready to do it <laughs> and you know speaking of like triple a i remember seeing the clip where you popped up and you ended up challenging Fabia Pache for her Reina de Reina's title and you actually wanted to challenge for both titles because you were Impact Knockouts World title um, champion at the time. So what was it like, you know, traveling to Mexico and being around, you know, AAA? The talent over there is just, you know, like I don't I don't know the words to explain it. Seeing AAA just gives me another like opening to wrestling, another like view of what Lucha Libre really means. So, you know, yeah. being around there, what was it like, you know? I think I share that sentiment. I think that like it opened up my eyes to like, you know, I had I had never I wouldn't necessarily say I am an expert in Lucha Libre. Um I wouldn't <laughs> say that you know, I had never been to Mexico before. I had never um, you know, been to AAA or worked with any of these people before. So I was, while excited when, you know, Scott Demore had asked me like, hey, is, is this something you'd like to do? It was like, hell yeah, how can I say no? There, I have to do that. Um, but it was also like, oh, at this stage in my career, I didn't think I'd be getting opportunities to go to to go to Mexico and wrestle and then represent Impact. So um, it was really special, but I was nervous because I don't speak Spanish. Um, you know, there, there's, so there's that language barrier. And then too, like, you know, um, 
and I experienced this a little bit when I went to Japan, but like, you know, oh, okay, it's a foreigner coming in, you know, and they get the title shot right away. And sometimes it's not perceived well, and sometimes you're not necessarily treated well because of that. Um, but I will say with AAA, like no, everyone has been nothing but kind to me. And um, we've worked through the language barrier to communicate a little bit. And, you know, I would say some of the people are my friends and they come into Impact and we have, you know, um, to Roost and we have Laredo Kid and it's, it's great that um, there's this partnership where we're really exchanging talent back and forth and they're thriving in both of these companies. So um, I was so happy because I hadn't been back to Mexico in a while to go back for AAA, um, Triple Mania part one in Monterey, um, you know, 10 days ago now. And uh, I'm excited for the possibility of going back. Obviously, you know, you were an amazing Reina de Reinas champion. I, I must say, like, I'm honored to see, you know, somebody that's also, you know, a foreigner, but winning a uh, title that's not within her promotion. And, you know, you ended up having a feud with Ataya Valkyrie who returned. Um, yeah. So what was it like, you know, wrestling her again? Because unfortunately she was released and um, she ended up making her, um, I guess, like return to AAA uh, last um, December when you were challenging and she had called you out. So what was that like, you know, being with Ty again and just, you know, wrestling for a title that she's also won in the past as well? Yeah, I think that it, it, there's like, again, multi multiple layers to it because um, when Taya left Impact, it was, you know, her last match was with me, Hard to Kill 2021, um, and I sent her packing. Bye, leaving, leaving Impact forever, um, you know, so we thought. Um, but, you know, so then to, again, she's one of those people that is, is thriving outside of NXT and WWE. And, um, you know, to see her, to see her doing that and doing her thing again is great. Um, again, everyone wants to come to the Virtuosa. I don't understand. <laughs> um, but you know what I do? Because I, I was the champ champ. So, of course, everyone wants a little taste. Uh, you know, but um, I lost, unfortunately. But she has such a such a rich history with AAA and Lucha Libre and the Randy Day Randers Championship that I think if I had to lose to anyone, um, you know, I'm glad that it's her and it's in good hands. And, um, you know, it's going to keep popping up in Impact Wrestling. So I'm sure I will get another rematch. If I want it. I'd love to hear that because, you know, I never really watched a lot of Lucha Libre. I was always, you know, a big American wrestling fan. Not that long ago, I was really open to watching a lot of Japanese style wrestling. I was like, I think this is the type of wrestling I want to watch for the rest of my life. And of course, when AAA came on, I was like, now this, this is something I really need to like watch, learn and understand. So you know, when you were in Mexico, who who were, like, the people that basically gave you advice on, you know, handling things in Mexico? Who was able to, like, help you translate? You know, all of that. What was that like? Yeah, I mean, Conan has, has been amazing for me because, um, you know, he's the person who had to set all this up with Impact and have me come there. But then, yeah, I don't, I don't know, you know, how to translate and things like that. So honestly, Google Translate is amazing. Um, and you can get the gist of what each other are trying to say. But then also just, you know, he will say what he has to say in Spanish and then make sure he says to me directly, okay, this is what we're talking about. Um, and then, too, you know, obviously I wrestled 
um, Lady Shani first, and it was more of an American-style match. So afterwards, he pulled me aside and was like, hey, that was great, but this, you know, this is more like what our style is and what we're looking for. So then moving forward, when I wrestled Fabi at Triple Mania in Mexico City, he was like, okay, I kind of can understand now. Like, it's more fast-paced. It's more, you know, the referee needed to be involved in all of these things. So um, he really was able to, like, take me under his wing and be like, this is how we do things and what you're doing is good, but here's how we make it better and here's how we make it Lucha Libre. Um, so I think that, you know, moving forward, I was able to to adjust a little bit more and, and know more so what he, you know, AAA as a company was looking for, but then also what the Lucha Libre fans are looking for. Um, and again, it's just a learning curve because I had never been there. You know, I, I don't, I never trained in Lucha Libre. The referee being involved was bizarre and wild to me. And, you know, it's just, it's, you know, I'm being introduced to these things as I'm doing them. So, um, you know, and even Fabi just being so gracious and just being like, uh, taking your time and telling me what her ideas were and what she wanted to do and um, me asking questions or me double checking like to make sure I understood properly and so I could be in the right places and things like that. Um, you know, I think everyone at AAA uh, was really um, went above and beyond to make sure I felt comfortable and uh, to make those small adjustments to be successful. I, I really love to hear that because, you know, I've seen a lot of, you know, foreigners travel, whether it's like to Mexico or Japan, they always have that language barrier, but some way they find somebody that's, you know, helpful enough with the translations, with their needs, and, you know, just help with everything in general. Because when you're in a foreign country and you don't know the language, it tends to be hard, but once you find a person that's like, you're comfortable enough, you can get things through, you can do all the, like, everything, like, if you want food, you know, they'll tell you how to order it. Or if you want to, like, get something else, you know, they'll tell you. Like, I love to hear those stories. So, obviously, uh, your feud with um, Mia Yim is about to uh, start. So, I mean, I'm running a little bit out of time. So, I just want to say, you know, uh, what's next for you in Impact? And what can we see, you know, more of you or probably where you're going to pop up? Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know what's next. I feel like, um, obviously, you know, Mia Yim is on my radar. Um, I think that I will always want to be a champion in, in some way, shape, or form. So I don't know if that's eventually staking my claim at the Knockouts World Championship again, and the Knockouts World Champion, Tasha Steeles. Um, that is a dream match for me for so many reasons. Um, you know, we also have Knockouts tag team championships. So I think that if I could find myself a partner, Chelsea Green, um, and she'd want to win some tag gold with me, I'd love that. Uh, that's so great to hear. Uh, Deanna, let the people know where they can find you, where they can find impact, upcoming tapings, all that good stuff. Yeah, everyone can follow me at Deanna Perrazzo um, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we at Impact Wrestling are going to be in Kissimmee, Florida um, this weekend, Friday and Saturday. So if you're in the area and you love um, some wrestling, then I don't know why you wouldn't come out um, May 13th and 14th. That's, thank you so much, Deanna, for this interview. I really, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> you.